0: The Jericho Network on Westwood One. Welcome to One on One with Mitch LaFawn and joining me on this episode, it is Firewind guitarist Gus G. We talk about their new album Immortals. Also, what is in store for the band in 2017 touring-wise and will he or won't he be on Ozzy Osbourne's forthcoming solo album? Before checking all of that out, please check me out on Twitter at MitchLafawn, M-I-T-C-H-L-A-F-O-N. Should you care to support the podcast, please head over to paypal.me forward slash Mitch to send in a contribution. And now, here is the one, the only, guitarist Gus G. We are speaking with guitarist Gus G of the band Firewind. The new album is Immortals, coming out in January. Um, pleasure to have you, uh, Gus.
1: Pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, it's, it's our... Uh, Second interview, the last one was for the solo album, so let's just get right into immortals here. This is a concept record, your first record. Um, talk to me a little bit about putting together a concept record, and then I'm going to ask you what were some of your favorite concept records growing up
1: well um, we you know putting a doing a concept record with a guys is something we talked about for years. it's not something new but you need to have the right kind of material for that. You need to be in the right mindset and then, of course, decide what that thing's going to be about. Well, with us, it was like since most of us are Greek, we thought, well, maybe it would be kind of cool to talk about uh, our heritage or you know, or some part of Greek history. Um, and, um, you know, in 2013, we took a, a break uh, from touring and recording and I went on to do solo stuff. Uh, but anyways, uh, th- when, when I started gathering all this material over the years, uh, I realized that the character was very epic and more like ver- very focused like into power metal and this and epic style. so I thought maybe it would be a good idea to do that concept record we talked about now and um, yeah, I, I needed a, a co-writer for this, so I, I reached out to Dennis Ward and um, well anyway, anyways to make a long. Story short, we we decided to do a record about the battles of Thermopylae and um, Salamis um, during the second uh, Persian invasion in 480 BC.
0: Uh, by the way, how was it working with Dennis? Of course, Dennis, known for being with Pink Cream '69, um, how was that, and what did he bring to the project?
1: Um, well, he's. Actually, you know, it's it's uh, it's 50/50 basically. Me and Dennis, we we did this together. They, actually, uh, it goes back. Our collaboration goes back to 2009 when we almost started a project which which had similar character. We briefly had called it Phalanx, and the whole idea was to talk about Alexander the Great and you know famous uh, Greek battles from from those times uh, or legendary Greek warlords and uh, anyways. But in 2009. I, I got an offer to join Ozzy Osbourne, of course, and uh, and I went on to do that. So this project was shelved. And I revisited those ideas last year, and I, I that's why I reached out to him. And I was like, well, maybe we should finish this up. And I'm used to working with a co-writer on all of my albums. And usually I will work with the singers, but now that we had a new singer, I, I thought maybe it's better to use somebody outside who could help with the production. So Dennis is also a great singer. I don't know if people know would know about that. He's a bass player, but he's a great songwriter and a singer. And um, so we started trading off ideas. I would send him demos. He would do like the vocal lines and stuff like that. And I told him about the um, about our, our idea that we had to do a concept album and he loved it. And he, he did his homework. He, he studied a lot. He, uh, and he, he presented with some ideas and we went on from there. Uh, and aside of that, he engineered uh, a, a, like the drums and vocals on the album and mixed it as well.
0: Talk to me a little bit about the, uh, the new singer. You've got uh, Henning. He, of course, toured with you in 2007. Uh, more, more recently, you, you toured with Matt Slevin, and um, he was also on your solo album. Um, why choose Henning, or how, how did you get to the choice of Henning, and why was Matt not considered? Oh, well, Mats
1: is, uh, he, of course, he was considered. He's, Mats was always a guy who I wanted to work with. But uh, after Firewind went on a, on a hiatus, I started doing all these songs with Mats for my solo record. So he became the main singer uh, on my solo record, on the, on the first one at least. Uh, and then I had lost touch, uh, we were out of touch with Henning. For a few years, and then it was one show that Matts couldn't do it was a festival two years ago, and I reached out to Henning to 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 bring him in to help me out with that, and we started hanging out again, and we remembered the good times that we had in 2007. So I asked him to um, to uh, help me out on the next couple of solo tours that I had, um, and then you know there was like one of those things where it would be we started discussing firing again and when I would bring the band back, and that he wanted really wanted to be the singer. And honestly, like Henning is the perfect guy for this band because he's one of the really good, really great power metal singers of Europe. Um, he's been doing it for a long time. He was looking for, to join a band. He, we were looking for a singer. And um, we knew him already. He's a good friend. We've toured with him already, so we knew he was not going to go weird on us. <laughs> so there you go. That's, that's the story right there with him.
0: Is it interesting to have a new singer? Because it really is the first time since Forge by Fire that you have a new guy on album. Does it change uh, how you approach the songs in any way?
1: Um, well, that was a, that was a, one of the concerns. I mean, first of all, let me say that Henning can sing all of our back catalog with no problem. So, But wh- when it came to making new music, this was one of the things, like the demos that me and Dennis would make, we would always, of course, send it to Henning and see... You know is this something that you would be feel, feel comfortable singing and all those things? And of course, um, I had Henning uh, fly out to Dennis's studio and work with him closely on this and um, make sure that everything works out. Uh, and luckily, it did.
0: It, it did. Um, when Apollo Papathanasio, whoo, that's a tough one for me to yeah. say when he left. Um, How was that for you? Because he had been so much part of the band and, of course, the voice is always very much associated with any band. Uh, How was that for you? And do you think he he could come back at some point or is it really you've now moved on?
1: Yeah, no, we've both moved on, you know, and for me, it's like when I when somebody leaves the band, it's like it's done. I've never really went back and played with somebody that either got fired or quit. In Apollo's case, he quit. He chose to quit so yeah i mean obviously he was a voice of the band and he was a very important part of the band and we were all disappointed in in the group and we briefly tried it with another guy for for uh, our 2013 commitments um and it didn't work out and then that's basically when we decided to just take a break especially me i just started getting very tired of it so i just wanted to do other things
0: When you say you got tired of it, does that suggest at any point that you wanted to let go of Firewind and just move on into uh, playing with Ozzy and doing solo stuff? Or was there always this, I'm going to come back to the band at some point?
1: Um, No, of course I had, uh, I I did have, it did cross my mind that I I should have quit, you know, I should have um, not quit, but, you know, split up the band. Uh, And during the last few years, I just felt like like there was like a lot of, pressure even from fans, you know, and it was, it's like I think it just happens when you've started building a catalog and you've been around for a while, people start having their, everybody has their opinions, of course, and they, they have their favorite eras and all that stuff. And it just started piling up too much with me. And I was like, well, I need, I need a fresh start. But, you know, as I went along with my solo stuff, which I really enjoyed doing, um, I started you know i 'm a pretty stubborn guy i don't i 'm not a quitter, so I was like I, I was thinking well i 've worked pretty hard to establish firewind even to this level for fifteen years i don 't see a reason why I would quit because somebody decided to quit, and the guys had felt the same way the rest of the guys in the band, so we decided we 're going to come back
0: and here you are a uh, brand new revolution considered by many to be one of the better albums or the best albums of two thousand and fifteen. Where does this put you now in terms of a new solo record? Are you taking a couple of years off or are you already working on the follow-up?
1: Well, um, I've actually just finished, I wrapped up the tour for that album and I I still have to do uh, some shows in Japan in March. It's kind of a strange timing because the album, the Firewind album is coming out, but there I'm going to Japan with my solo band, but you know, Japan is always such a great adventure that you just cannot turn that one down. but after that, yeah, I'm, I'm looking into uh, writing some new material for the next solo record. Yeah. Um,
0: you were, of course, with Ozzy. He he went off and did the the Black Sabbath farewell tour. Um, where are you in terms of being in Ozzy's band and and doing a next new sort of solo Ozzy album?
1: Oh, that would be a question probably for him, not for me.
0: <laughs> you know, I I have no.
1: Inside info, uh, except the the news that we all keep seeing popping up on on um, on various websites. I know he's been hinting a, a, some work on a new solo record, but when will that be? I sure don't know.
0: Yeah, and, and it's it's also been rumored that it was uh, working with Steve Stevens of Billy Idol's band. Does that at all suggest that you're no longer part of the band, or are you still part of that inner circle?
1: Um, I don't. I mean i don't know i didn't i don't think he said that steve stevenson's in the band he said he was writing with him right correct correct so yeah 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 i know some websites went on to say well sucks for gus because he's not there anymore but i don't think ozzy ever said that um or no, at least i didn't i, I didn't think that anyway no no no
0: no, no <laughs> uh, he he never said that he did say or it was reported that he was writing with him and that's why I'm yeah no I'm, and,
1: and that's i mean that's something that i've 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 known about it since last year. I mean, I've, I've heard a couple of those demos that he did with his buddy, Billy Morrison and Steve Stevens, And and I mean, those guys are great songwriters. I love what they did on the last Billy Idol record. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what's, what the plans are. Like I said, this is not the kind of band where I make decisions, you know, I'm hired to play guitar. So whatever Ozzy and Sharon decide, or their, you know, label executives or producer, whoever's going to be writing that, you know, it's like, First of all, I think it would be too early to say, and then secondly, I would be the wrong guy to ask.
0: In terms of, of your career, if you're not working with Aussie, is Firewind sort of it and, and the solo stuff, or do you see yourself maybe being invited to play another band? Or, or let, me re- let me rephrase that. Would you accept to go play for another band?
1: For me, it's like... I I always saw myself I never saw myself as being a hired gun. Now it just so happened that I I was asked from, <laughs> by Ozzy to join his band and you don't say no to that. So um, that was an amazing thing and and even for me it was weird because I'm I'm not one of those session guys you know that just um, I was never like used to be a side man. Uh, but I learned a lot from doing that. Uh, but other than that, it's, I've always been the kind of guy that had his own thing going on. And I'm really enjoying doing my thing. So I don't, I don't, I never really, I was never the guy who seeked to get, like, like who sought, what was the word, like, to, who try to find, where, where do I go? What's the next gig for me? You know, I, I I don't look for that stuff. I have my own thing, which I've been working on for the last 10 years plus, so that's what i see myself doing if if i'm not i'm no longer with aussie or when that happens you know i'm just going to keep doing my thing
0: in terms of of the experience though is it frustrating to not be able to be the the head guy when you're with an aussie or is it easy just sort of sit back and sort of let it happen
1: oh no that's very easy i mean (laughs) i wouldn't want to be involved in that stuff you know that's like his thing you know that's his uh that's his band. That's his call. What what he does with that business. For me, it's just what I, what is expected for me is to show up on time and, and play the best I can, and that's what I've um, made sure to do all these years.
0: And, and of um, course, it, it hasn't hurt Firewind's brand that that you were associated with Ozzy at all.
1: No, of course, man. It's like it's like you. You how can you look at this song like this from a negative point of view? It's only done me good. It's like it's, it's allowed me to do so many great things. First of all, you know, make, making a much bigger name for myself, helping the band out. Uh, so many things, you know. Uh, putting me in a much better financial position, too. It's been great. I can't complain.
0: All right, you can't complain. Now, uh, you did mention Phalanx with, with Dennis Ward, and I think three or four of these songs end up on Immortal. Is that something that you'd like to get back to and do a project with Dennis?
1: To be honest with you, brothers, like, there's not much time of the day
0: left for another
1: project or something else. It's like Firewind and the solo stuff, between all that stuff, it just takes up all the time of the day. And I'm glad it does at this point. Uh, so I, I don't see myself doing another yet project, you know?
0: You've got uh, Firewind on tour in February. You've got yourself on tour in March. And then, of course, there's the European festivals. Is the Firewind tour going to extend all the way through 2017?
1: We would hope so. I think a lot of it will depend on how it does, how the record is accepted, and where we get the next offers to go and play.
0: And and of course, uh, the, the, I guess some of it has to depend on Ozzy too. If he if he calls you up in July and Ab- September
1: absolutely, yeah. I mean, if that comes in, then of course we do that, yeah.
0: And, and hopefully you can get Firewind to open for Ozzy. Um, I want to look back at in, in a couple of things you've said over the years. You have mentioned that Uli John Roth of the Scorpions was one of your sort of musical influences um i love uli i love 70s scorpions what was it about uli that attracted you and made him sort of an influence for you
1: it was kind of funny because i was first turned on to Ingve malmstein and I, I when i was reading some old interviews of Ingve, he was he talked about obviously richard blackmore hendrix and then on a couple of interviews, i i he mentioned this guy only john ross i'm like I was like, who is that? So I went back, and I mean, I knew, of of, of course, about Scorpions and stuff, but I knew I, – I hadn't heard – I heard of mainly their 80s and 90s stuff, but not like the 70s era. And yeah, I went back and listened to those records, you know, Torchett Tapes, Virgin Killer, um, Taken by Force, all that stuff, and it was like a revelation to me. And I was like, well, oh, now I see where Ingvë got it from. <laughs> so I was always um, – I I always loved that style of playing the I don't know if you want to say more European type of of yeah. approach or um, Yeah, that stuff that had a lot of uh, Harmonic minor melodic minor scales diminished runs and and certain choice of scales and notes and certain um, attitude uh, when they those guys played and um, that was that really spoke to me since I was a kid and um, that's why I love all those players like Uli Roth Michael Schenker and and Inge and, and, and those guys.
0: And Aldi Miola as well. Um Aldi Miola,
1: yeah. I got a lot of my picking techniques from Aldi Miola.
0: Yeah, very very tasteful players. They they don't uh, waste notes with I think is is important. Um, mm-hmm. uh, quickly on the Immortal on the Immortals um, tour seeing that it's a concept record and usually concept records you got to listen to from you know start to finish is the tour going to be sort of an all immortals where you'd play start to finish and then throw in some greatest hits kind of thing or have we not decided about about that yet
1: um i think a lot of it depends on curfew uh but we're gonna try and i don't think we're gonna have time to play the whole album start to finish plus like a best off of whatever seven albums that we've done i think we're gonna try and cover as much as we can from the new album, but I still think our fans would expect us to play some of the older songs. So we're gonna try and 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 please as many of them as we can.
0: Yeah, which makes sense. Now, um, at the beginning, I had asked you what some of your favorite concept albums were, and I, and I don't think we 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 covered that.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, I forgot to answer that. Uh, obviously, growing up, you know, my father turned me onto Pink Floyd's so The Wall. I love that record. Um, and Operation Mindcrime, of course. Um, what else? Yeah, I mean, Operation, right Operation,
0: Operation Mindcrime sort of the, the big one in the metal genre. Yeah. In, in terms of putting together a concept album, was it different in terms of writing, having every song sort of have a thematic connection, or was it a very easy process to do?
1: Um, to me, I, I always like focus on writing the music, so, I mean, of course, when we decided, like I had a, f- a few of the songs already when we started, when we decided that that's the way we're going to go. But once we started writing the first few songs, I, I, I started getting deeper into the whole thing. So I just went for more epic arrangements and th- th- those kind of things. So I had that in mind, of course. But when it comes to the lyric writing, I, that was not my job. That was stuff that Dennis came up with.
0: Oh, so Dennis, Dennis did all the lyric writing.
1: He did. Yes. I, w- I would probably pitch ideas to him like maybe like a song title or I would say, "Hey, maybe we should talk about the Battle of Salamis here." And then he would, you know, he's the kind of guy who put the lyrics together. I'm mean, I'm not I, I mean, lyric writing was never my strong point.
0: And let me just ask you about that the uh, sort of the Greek history and the Greek mythology and all. What attracted you to that theme for a concept record? What was it about wanting to tell sort of the, the Greek heritage through this?
1: Well we just thought most of us in the band at least now that we're Greek and and it would be cool if we um, if we talked a little bit about our heritage and our and our our country and our background um, that was a main point really um, and of course those those topics are always I mean obviously the, the, the battle of thermopylae is one of the most heroic ones throughout history so and of course the movie 300 is such a big hit and so many people got to know of that because of that the success of that movie Um, so we thought, why not uh, tell the tale from, uh, you know, from the, from a band that is from Greece. We thought that, uh, and especially those kind of things, those kind of topics, they go so well together with, um, with heavy metal music. It's like a great soundtrack.
0: Well, yeah, well, it certainly is. And, uh, I'll finish with this, uh, in terms of different singers, you also had Kelly Sundown Carpenter come in. Uh, those sort of years, 2007, uh, where you had these different singers, Matt, and, and is it nice to now have one voice, and do and you think you're going to move forward with Henning for, their, for sort of the band's duration?
1: Well, that was the idea,
0: and that was what we got uh, tired of,
1: you know, when, when Apollo kept dropping off tours and we had to find other guys. I mean, we were lucky that we had some of the best singers to, to, to help us out, but for us, of course... It was a comfort, but at the same time, it was a frustration that, well, you know, we really need somebody who's going to stick with this. And um, we hope Henning is the guy.
0: Yeah, I hope so, too. And uh, I'll finish with this. Uh, you played the Brass Monkey in Ottawa not too long ago. One of the better shows that the venue has seen. Um, you know, thank you. It was, it was, just, ah, it was, it was wonderful.
1: We had such a great time that night. What a crazy audience. It was great.
0: Crazy audience, and hopefully we'll see you in uh, Ottawa and Montreal again real soon, either as solo or with Firewind.
1: I I sure hope so. Sure hope so. I, I it's, so we always have great shows in Canada, and I remember when Firewind was in Ottawa in 2011. It was a small indoor festival, and that was a crazy night. It was off the hook, and then it was the same thing when I came with a solo band through town. So yeah, let's hope it happens again. Now, not
0: too too not not too distant future. Yeah, bring yeah. Uh, bring Firewind to the Brass Monkey. Uh, I'm sure folks would love it. I would love to, too. Yeah, yeah. I hope it happens. Thank you, Gus. Uh, Absolute pleasure.
1: Thanks a lot. And uh, take care. Yeah,
0: cheers. Bye-bye now. And there you have it, folks. My interview with Firewind guitarist Gus G. The new album is Immortals Do. Look for that. While you're looking for stuff, find me on Twitter at Mitch Lafon, M-I-T-C-H-L-A-F-O-N. Same thing on Instagram, except it is Mitch underscore Lafont and paypal.me forward slash mitch Lafon should you care to support the podcast and i could use all the help that i can get uh there you go and uh, au revoir au Zane, sayonara bye bye i think that's a cheap trick lyric isn't it um uh, bye for now oh my